You're listening to Ask Us Anything, a periodic podcast by Wise Travel Confederation, exploring topics of interest to the youth and student travel industry. My name's Wendy Morrow. I coordinate research and educational activities at Wise Travel Confederation, and I'll be your host. In June 2022, I talked with Claire Weston, longtime international product manager with the well-known student travel agency Kilroy, which is based in Denmark. We talked about how international travel in the youth market has changed since COVID and what's popular in the youth travel market now, including opportunities to upskill and give back, group travel, and adventurous outdoor activities in interesting destinations. Kilroy is a buyer member of Wise Travel Confederation, and Claire is attending the annual World Youth and Student Travel Conference in Lisbon, Portugal in September. You'll find out why Claire thinks sellers of international travel product need to be at the conference this year and what she'll be looking for there. Have a listen. Hi, Claire. Thanks for joining me to talk about youth travel as we head into the summer season and, of course, the upcoming World Youth and Student Travel Conference. Welcome. Thank you, Wendy. So you are an international product manager for the very well-known student travel agency, Kilroy. You've been with the company for a very long time, and you know your youth and student travel very well. Yeah, I've actually been here now um, 21 years, which is quite incredible, actually, thinking yeah. back from when I started. And actually, I saw this year, actually, it'll be my 10th, or oh, it will be 10 years since I first attended my um Wistic. Okay. So, um, so that's also lovely to to know that. Uh, yeah, ten years ago I was I was new to Wistic, and ten years on, it I'm still looking forward to it as much as the first time. Do you remember what which uh, country that was in? Uh, I believe it was Dublin. Okay. And did you have a favorite Wistic so far? Uh, I think I think the first one obviously was was it was just so exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, meeting so many people from around the world. And, uh, and you know, when you realize you're part of something so much bigger, mm-hmm. um, it, it just gives you uh, some great connections with people from around the world that you might not necessarily even work with, but just that energy and enthusiasm and, and hearing about, you know, different countries and, and what's happening and how the tourist industry is is developing and changing all the time. I think you just, you just get... Um, you just get so much from from these uh, from these meetings that uh, you can't really uh, can't really put a value on it. Mm. So, what markets are you working in at the moment with Kilroy, and what are your tr- uh, core travel products for those who might not know? So, Kilroy is operating in uh, in seven seven countries. Um, so, with the largest youth and travel um, provider in in Scandinavia and also in Benelux. So we also cover uh, the Netherlands and, and Belgium. Pure's key market is the 18 to 35 year old youth and student. Um, we work with, with Isaac and we have the, um, the youth tickets. Um, so that's very much our market. Um, we have two other brands as well. We have the youth brand and the Ben's brand, um, but speaking on behalf of Kilroy, it's the sort of the 18 to 35 year old who want to go out there, uh, learn new skills, experience the world. Um, we find increasingly that people, when they travel now, are also looking for for um, upskills. So learning languages, it could be volunteering, 
learning to uh, surf, dive, yoga. So, so back in the day when I traveled, it was put a backpack on, get hold of a lonely planet and see where you ended up. Mm-hmm. But we see now that the tendency is people have much more um, structure to their trips before they leave. Okay. So you're packing in a couple of purposes really to a trip. It could be educational, it could be fun, could be cultural exchange. Yeah, very much. Um, people tend to want more control now and maybe aren't taking 12 months as they would previously. They're, they're looking more now for a three month intense um, okay. trip where they really know what they want to do. Okay. So, um, yeah, I was going to ask what types of experiences are in high demand right now and what destinations are the most popular? So after COVID, we saw the world actually reopening according to where it was possible to travel. Um, Costa Rica was one of the countries where they uh, eased the restrictions pretty early on. So we saw a massive boom in Costa Rica, uh, late autumn, January, February, um, where we have a lot of customers going to to travel, to surf, learn Spanish. Um, these combinations volunteer as well. Um, Costa Rica has been been yeah top of top of uh, sort of the statistics for where people were traveling. Um, following on with Sri Lanka. It was another country that opened up quite early. Um, similar sort of products, so people who want to uh, adventure. Um, Sri Lanka is also great for surf. Um, not so much diving, but surf, um, adventure, traveling around these sort of three, four weeks. Also people who wanted to do tailor-made trips. Um, the security there of you know, having your own driver, having your own itinerary. Um so we've seen a tendency towards people, initially at least, also wanting to join groups. Mm-hmm. Um, more so maybe than previously where people were, were traveling a little bit more on their own steam. Mm-hmm. And I think that maybe is related to, to maybe one, not knowing how many people are out there traveling. Mm-hmm. So being confident that you're in a group and there are going to be other people there but also maybe feeling that you're traveling in a sort of in a, I don't know, in a safe environment mm-hmm. because it's, it's uh, including transportation and accommodation and sort of things are, are pre-organized. So, so having that group experience is a safety net. Okay. Is there something you'd say that is absolutely not popular right now? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There's just a, a willingness to get out there. Yeah, it is. Can. I mean, the, the 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 issues we're facing now, which I think everybody in the travel industry are facing, is uh, is that out there in the world there, there aren't enough staff, mm-hmm. um, there aren't enough vehicles. Um, so we're already seeing in the states, you know, car categories sold out, which we've never seen before. Um, in New Zealand, peak season, um, you know, December camper vans now are already very difficult to get hold of because you know they've sold their inventory mm-hmm. and now getting new vehicles chips getting hold of the special chips needed for the for the cars for the vans there's a, a, there's a lack of supply worldwide so we have you know customers who 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 wanted to to rent camper vans but already now we're seeing that the the demand is so high 
that it's difficult and consequently prices are also pretty high. Okay. We've also seen prices of flights are quite high. Um, obviously, fuel surcharge is affecting things. Um, and, and accommodation as well, because some of our partners, uh, unfortunately, haven't haven't bounced back after COVID. So I think in, in some places as well, we're seeing, you know, um, difficulty getting accommodation. Um, but I guess that's going to change as things pick up and and and. Hopefully these these uh, these these difficulties with with lack of staff and, and lack of lack of actual products is going to turn around. Do you think consumers are reconsidering alternatives uh, more so than they would have in the past due to those supply problems or high demand where they can't get their first choice? We've seen that actually, especially here in Denmark, uh, people are just desperate to travel. Okay. They are. I mean, it's a positive problem that we almost can't keep up with demand. <laughs> um, so I think during the last couple of years, people have been saving up. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of them have still got that that dream trip that they want to go on. Mm-hmm. And they will go on it. You know, if, if, if it's possible, they're going to go. But what we have seen is um, we work with um, Deutsche Bahn with the Interrail now. Mm-hmm. And we've seen that pick up. So Europe... Um, in, Interrail have just had a, a, a huge campaign because they had a big anniversary. Yeah. And um, I think their website crashed at one point because there were just so many people over that <laughs> four-day weekend that. where they were giving, where they were giving away uh, their passes for half price. Yeah. Um, so that's something new we've seen, um, that interest in Europe is picking up. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and people are interested in traveling by rail. Um, school groups are actually demanding now that they travel by rail, whereas previously they would have hopped on a flight down to Germany. Now it's actually part of their um, school policy that they travel by rail. Mm-hmm. So, okay. yeah, Europe is developing, but I think we'll always have customers interested in in Asia, Africa, South America and so on. That's I don't think that's ever going to stop. So you're planning to attend the World Youth and Student Travel Conference, or, or WISTIC as we call it, um, in September this year. Is yep. there anything special you're going to be looking for at WISTIC this year? For me, um, my primary focus has always been work and learn. Mm-hmm. So um, always interested to see what's happening in the volunteer world. Okay. Um, I always think that... Um, that there's there's so many different products at Wistic that generally I like to just get a feel of what's out there and which countries are developing um, new products. Um, but for me, again, volunteering will be really interesting. Um, I think post-COVID as well, I've also seen that people feel um, volunteering is, is another way to connect and another way of, of giving back. Um, so we've seen an increase uh, of interest in volunteering so for me, again, volunteering will be one of my my sort of areas that I'll be keen to see uh, who's, who's still around, um, mm-hmm. what's, what's happening in the volunteer world. Um, but I think just upscale and learn and the development in that area as well will be interesting to see what's happening there. Sustainability is also something very much in focus now. Mm-hmm. So seeing what's happening with sustainability around the world. Is there something you would say is the absolutely most useful thing about WISTIC for, for those who haven't been before? As it's always been for me, um, 
I think getting an idea of of how big travel and tourism is, mm-hmm. um, meeting different players. I mean, the 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 the, the different um, uh, travel talks, debates, um, panel debates, everything that goes on around it as well. You know, the evening events. You talk to so many different people, so you have your meetings set up. But I think everything that goes on around those meetings as well just gives as much as the actual um, meetings because, you know, they're just short and intense. But afterwards, you have all these other great opportunities to, to meet people and, um, and yeah, make connections that maybe you hadn't initially realized were possible. If there's one thing you could say is so very different now compared to before COVID in relation to your partner relations, what would that be? I wouldn't say there's anything radically different in our partner relations. I think what's happened is that during the last two years, we've supported each other so much um, that there's a great deal of trust now. And there's definitely a willingness from, from our side um, to give back because we've, you know, we've had so much support from our partners through the last two years that now we really want to give them back, you know, the business and um, reciprocate all the support that we've had, you know, through the last two years. So I think if anything, we're closer than ever. Good. That's nice to hear. Anything else you'd like to say to those who are planning to attend and we'll see you in September? I would recommend uh, attending. If, if, uh, if you're thinking about it, then uh, it is, as I've said, a great place to connect it's a great social week. Um, there's lots of input and ideas. Um, for me, it's always been a, a highlight of the year. Okay. Well, thank you, Claire Weston of Kilroy. Um, we look forward to seeing you in September at Wistic. I'm looking forward to seeing you too. Thank you. Thanks to Claire for sharing her time and thoughts during this Ask Us Anything conversation. If you're looking to meet new partners for your travel or tourism business, we hope you'll take Claire's advice and join us at WISTIC, the World Youth and Student Travel Conference. You'll meet buyers of educational and youth-tailored product in scheduled face-to-face meetings and have the chance to place your products alongside others in the global youth travel marketplace. We'll see you September 27th to the 30th in Lisbon. You can register online at wystc.org. If you'd like to learn more about international youth and student travel, you'll find research publications and news at our website, wysetc.org. Wise Travel Confederation is the only global not-for-profit membership organization representing the youth, student, and educational travel industry. If you work in this sector of the travel and tourism industry, consider joining our global network. Thanks for listening.